your chances of getting accepted. And to preface this, one thing that we have found over the years is that if you want to be a strong applicant, one, not all, but one of the key pieces is getting to know the school. So think of it, getting to know a good friend or someone. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you are on the right podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream. And before we start this episode, we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into PT school despite having low GPAs, previous rejections, GRE struggles, and more. So go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there. Have a blast listening to this particular episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well. What's up, y'all? How you guys doing? Hope you're having an absolutely amazing uh, week so far. Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind channel. Wherever you're seeing this, whether as a podcast episode, listening to it, or on our YouTube channel, or on social media, welcome, welcome. If you are new to our platform, I'd say just binge as much as you can on our on our pages. And then, of course, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this out with your other Pre-PT friends. And our job is to help you get into PT school without wasting time or money. And today, I have uh, a good friend of ours and, and all, just an absolutely astounding student, business owner, all these other things that we could talk about on this episode, but we won't because we're here for one purpose and one purpose alone. And I'm sure if she wants, we might have her on future episodes, but, but I'm joined by Brianna. Brianna, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I, I got a busy day ahead of me, but it's going to be a good day. You do. You have a very busy day ahead of you. And the reason why Brianna's joining me on here is because we were initially, we were actually having a conversation about something that we've both noticed with pre-physical therapy students who are trying to find out more about schools and learning from students that have gone to the schools that they're interested in, but going about it all wrong. So the goal of this is to share with you or show you how you might be, or you are likely asking the wrong questions. And if you ask the wrong questions, it won't help you get into PT school, right? But also it might even frustrate some of the people that you're um, asking those questions to. But if you ask the right questions, it can not only be the key to you developing some strong relationships with other people that are ahead of you, but more importantly, learning the right things about the schools that you're interested in so that you can uh, have a higher chance of getting accepted. And that's what the goal is. The goal is to increase your chances of getting accepted. And to preface this, one thing that we have found over the years is that if you want to be a strong applicant, one, not all, but one of the key pieces is getting to know the school. So think of it, getting to know a good friend or someone that you know, or someone you interact with, the better you love them, the better you can surprise them or the better you can suggest things. Or you, imagine even giving gifts to a really close friend. It's very easy because you know what they like. And so when you're applying to PT schools, they're all slightly different. And so the better the school, the better you can actually tailor your application, whether that's in how you show up, whether it's in your essays, whether it's in your interviews. And so that's a key piece that most students miss. And most students end up being more of a generic applicant. And so that's what most students do. So if you're going to go down that path or you were going to go down that path, don't do it. But now there's this middle ground where students are like, oh, so I got to learn more about the school. Cool. How do I do that? You can learn how to talk to faculty the right way, but more importantly, you can talk to students that have actually gone there because they've actually experienced what you're going through. And that's where the mistakes also begin because we're like, okay, cool. I'm going to find other students that have gone to the schools that I'm interested in, but we typically ask the wrong questions. That's what we're going to help you solve today because if you can learn how to ask the right questions, 
you'll crush it. <laughs> but if you ask the wrong questions, it's not going to help you. And it might frustrate everyone you ask. Is that fair? Brianna, I'll let you take it away. Tell them a little bit about the experience that you had. And then let's take them down the path of what the best way to navigate through this is because you're currently in school. And so you're on the other side. You are someone that someone could actually reach out to and ask questions. And so take us back to the conversation you and I had so that they have context and then let's help them out. Yeah, this is not singling out any one particular person because I've had multiple people ask me similar questions like this. I'm just going to apologize to the last person who got the brunt of me trying to explain this, but I want to explain it to you guys. So then if you get like some like physical therapy student who's just like shooing you off kind of thing, it's because you're asking either one questions that are easily Googleable or two questions that have really are just going to allow you to compare yourself to the other person, which gets where if you just are constantly comparing yourself to other students, you're never going to get accepted because you're so focused on other people. The only person you should really be focused on is yourself. So it doesn't matter what my GPA was applying. I have a very unique story and that's what got me into physical therapy school. I just ended up working hard enough to get the grades to say that I was good enough, but it was those qualities that I had that I've carried into PT school as a student. Those have been what has allowed me to be successful in PT school. And remember at the end of the day, the schools just want to be accepting people who are going to pass their classes and then pass the boards because it makes them look good. And then they stay in school and pay them money, which at the end of the day is what <laughs> it's a business. That's pretty much what it is. So here's the thing. My GPA wasn't that great, but I have a 4.0 in PT school, which is simply because of the qualities and characteristics I've learned that have allowed me to do well in the school. So I go to a hybrid program. If you want to know what school it is, you just drop it down in the comments. But I go to a hybrid school and what's allowed me to be successful in the program is that I've been able to stay on top of all of my schoolwork. I have really good organization and planning skills. Like I plan my life like six months in, <laughs> six months in advance. So those have been some of the things that have allowed me to be successful. And then being in a hybrid environment would have been some things that I use for setup that has been beneficial for me to be successful. Those are the questions you should be asking students not hey when's the deadline i've had someone dead ass ask me what's the deadline i'm like i really don't i google if you can ease if you can google it and you can find it within five minutes it is not worth asking someone about because that's just a waste of everyone's time i am an extremely busy person i run a like multi-six figure business in pt school full-time pt student and i still work in the clinic so i don't have time to answer your question that's just hey what's the deadline what was your gpa blah 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 because that's not going to help you you don't care what my gpa is you really don't what you should be caring about is what has my experience been like at that school what does success in this program look like because being able to incorporate those sort of things into your essay is what's going to allow you to get accepted into school or even your interview so like i'll just say i go to pit so anyways Pitt is very big on making sure that they're interconnected with all of the UPMC healthcare systems and everything. And they're very big on making sure all of their students get some sort of inpatient experience within their healthcare system. And that's one of their big things that they're focused about. So you can incorporate that into talking at an information session or whatever, talking about how you want that inpatient experience, how you've had that inpatient experience at one of their local hospitals. Another thing that they're really big on is like community engagement. So being able to tie that into one of the things that you care a lot about, being in a hybrid program, being able to highlight your ability to be a self-motivated learner, somebody who's able to adapt to a flexible learning style and be okay with online learning. Like those are the things you should be incorporating because at the end of the day, they do not give a crap about your GPA. They care about, do you have the qualities who are going, that's going to allow you to be a good student. As long as you meet the minimum requirement for any of these schools, they will at least look at your application. So if you're like, oh, am I going to be successful with my 3.6? Shut up. I don't really care. Like just apply to the school. And make sure that your application is tailored towards the things that matter to that school. That's really what it, what it comes down to. Now, again, your PTCAS essay has to be generic sent to everybody. But I think there are certain 
qualities about yourself that you can highlight that are beyond just the scope of stats. Stats don't matter. You care about stats at the beginning and the more you get into this, you realize stats don't matter. There are people in my program who have failed out who had worse had better grades than me in undergrad. Like it really doesn't matter. Do you possess the qualities and the grit to be successful in a doctoral level program? And are you somebody who's going to be good for that program itself to make sure that they're going to be helpful? So coming up to me and asking me random questions that couldn't easily be either found out online or at an information session, show up to the information sessions, talk to the admissions people. If it's about your application itself, talk to the admissions people. If it's about, you know, being a student there and student life, that's when you talk to students and ask them questions. If you, And then they're also like, please attend an information session. Like, it holds like five per month, I swear. Like I'm on the, uh, the um, ambassador for that. So like I'm on some of these calls too. So like you can, that is the time where people have set aside to answer these questions. They're also recorded. So please ask the people the right questions at the right time. And I'm not calling anybody out or mad at any specific person, but this is going to get you a lot less pushing it off. And if you are somebody who has done this, I don't want you to be just like, oh oh my gosh, sorry. No, actually take stride to ask people the right questions instead of just like, oops, sorry. And then you move on to the next person until finally somebody else is mad at you again for (laughs) asking these same questions. So we want to help as current students. We want to provide information and help as many students who are applying as possible. And we will give you an honest view. Like if you want to know like the good, the bad and ugly, we will tell you those things. But if you are asking us questions that can be solved by a simple Google search, we are going to get annoyed. The key to being a successful student in PT school is being resourceful. That means if you can't figure out something within five seconds, you have to go do your research and look to figure it out because that's what's going to happen in the clinic and that's what's going to happen in school when you're struggling with something you give up at the first sign of something being hard you're not cut out for pt school Oof. she meant everywhere she said and she's right think about it like this right number one and i love what you said in there in regards to not using humans as a google search right because it's at every level right it's not just with asking a student that's at a school that you're going to it's even at the interviews right like when you're having an interview and the, the, the school gives you an opportunity to ask questions that you had prepped and you're asking things that were on their website, things that were an easy Google search away, things that were very accessible in their head. They're saying you didn't actually take the time, which in their eyes means you don't care as much. And that's an immediate turnoff. Right. And so there are students that lose an acceptance just because of that. Right. Show interest, do your due diligence. Right. And, and if you do that, you'll just Number one, you'll find out more because you'll just ask better questions. If I've already done my Google search, I've already done, if I've already gone through the school's website, I've, I've, I've read everything they have to offer. I've, I've looked through Google, I've looked through social media, and I'm like, I still got these five questions I can't figure out. Those are going to be some pretty good questions. And then now when you ask them, the person that's being asked actually wants, to, like, it, it's interesting. Like, Brianna, don't you love being asked really good questions that show that the other person has done their due diligence? Don't you naturally just want to give more to that person in terms of just a response? Because you're almost like honoring the amount of effort that they've put in ahead of time. 100%. Like I, even like an example of something that I realized somebody asked me the other day, when someone's asking me a simple question, what was your GPA? I'm just like rolling my eyes. Cause I'm just like, whatever. It was like a 3.07 when I applied because my undergrad sucked and I had to pull it up like in PTA school. Like then I'm just like sitting there and I'm just like next question kind of thing. That's such a like closed ended question. And I realize if you're asking someone a question, it needs to be a question that they specifically have to be the one you want to hear an answer from. Mm. Not just some other generic thing, because pretty much everybody's been accepted at any school. They probably met about the minimum. And if they were slightly below, there was something unique that happened in their journey. That's why they got accepted. Like all of these stats, at the end of the day, 
your stats really don't matter as long as you have the grit to be able to get through school, which means that you like either retook classes or that you took the GRE and did really well and it busted your ass basically to do well. What I like is when people ask a question that is related to something that I did. For example, this is what I had asked somebody in a, one of these info sessions. Other people were asking them, oh, blah, 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 what's this, what's that? But then somebody asked a question, hey, this was for a different hybrid program. Hey, like where, how have you guys set up? Are you finding housing and stuff like that? And they're like, oh yeah, like we have Airbnb groups and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. That's a relevant question. And they want to tell you these neighborhoods are safe. These neighborhoods are good. Don't be buying something above this. Those are questions that actually someone can ask. And then somebody had asked me, hey, what was, what's your desk set up for your hybrid program? Program. And I'm like, I had asked somebody in another hybrid program, get a gamer chair. This has been super helpful. Get a standing desk. I have an under the desk treadmill. I got multiple monitors and stuff like that. This is what really makes this setup like excellent for learning. And it works for me. It might not work for everybody. I like learning while I walk on my treadmill. Like those are questions that I specifically would have to answer. One of my other classmates, she's got an under the desk bike. Another one of my classmates has it set up that they're standing desk goes to so many different heights and stuff like that another one has a specific setup in a office room that they rented out because they're like i need to get away from my family for class time it's whatever works best for you and those are the questions i would rather answer versus like how did you write your pt cast essay i'm like i had casey edit it after i followed all these instructions next question <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's true. It's true. Side note, for those of y'all that are watching slash listening to this and you're like, hey, I don't know where to start. Go to acceptanceguides.com, www.acceptanceguides.com. You'll get our free guides. You'll be able to get a head start. And then, of course, our team will reach out to you to share with you how we can help you directly. So there's resources for y'all, right? But, but in regards to this, yeah, I, I think part of it, too, is understand, be clear as to why you're asking a question, because I feel like, and, and I don't know if you noticed this, Brianna, but a lot of times when we're asking a question, we're usually asked, it's almost like it's our insecurity being reflected and, and we're trying to find someone that can almost make us feel like, okay, I'm not as good as I thought I was, but that person did it anyway. So let me just coast, right? So I see it a lot with G the GPA question where it's, oh, you had that GPA? Okay. All right. I guess I'll be fine, right? It's almost like we're, we're looking for validation instead. Now, 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 I actually have no problem with a GPA question, depending on who it's being asked to and why, right? So for example, if someone is a low GPA student and then they're currently working on retaking their prereqs or working their tail off and they're still nervous that, has anyone ever done this before? Has anyone ever gotten into school after starting off with this GPA? Like I can honor and respect the question of, oh, so you had a lower GPA, what was yours? And what did you do to still be a strong applicant? That's a good question now, right? Because I'm not asking it to justify where I'm at as if, all right, I guess I'm doing enough, I'll coast. It's more of a, I wanna find someone that validates that where I'm at is not impossible to come from, which it's not. But now I'm actually asking them, what did you do? Like how, because I've, I've done my research and you're, you're the first person that told me that they had a 3.05 prior to getting accepted. So what were the things that you did to show the school that you were actually a strong applicant for them? Because at the end of the day, schools got fears. The schools are, and Brianna said it already, like schools are scared that you won't make it through. <laughs> and so they need to believe that if they give you a shot, you're going to make it through their program. Why is that important? Because if half the class drops out, you wouldn't apply right? because it looks bad. And so they understand that it's business. And so they want a student that they believe can get into their program, stay in their program and finish their program because it makes them look good. Let's just keep it real. And so if I can ask a student questions about what did you do? Like, how were you resourceful? How did you keep your head locked in? Who did you like? Did you have mentors? Did you have a community? What did you utilize? Please, like I'm ready to be as resourceful as possible. Now, those are also good scenarios, right? It's just be clear as to why you're asking questions but at the end of the day if it's a question that's easily googleable google it <laughs> please don't use a human being as your google source right mm -hmm. because it'll lead to you asking better questions and better questions mean better answers 
lead to better actions and better actions will give you a high chance of getting into PT school and being on your way to becoming a doctor of physical therapy. That's it. That's it. Anything else, Brianna, before we wrap up the episode? No, I know a lot of people will ask people these questions because they want to hear it from a real person and they want to make sure they get like a valid answer. If that's what you're trying to do, please follow it up with something else. Like a simple, what's your GPA question is not sufficient. Hey, I just want to confirm that they really do accept students at this rate. Like what's your, this is applicable to you, like blah, blah, blah. That's a better question to ask than just these generic. Do not ask me the freaking deadline. If you do, I'm blocking you. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I might sound really sassy when I say these things, but trust me, guys, this is being said with like i want you guys to get into pt school i want you guys to ask better questions it's the same thing with your patient if you don't ask the right questions you're going to be sitting there with a patient who's telling you the story about how they broke their elbow when they're six yeah like you have to be specific with your questions you have to ask the good questions and have some critical thinking with these because ultimately it will help you to be a better clinician which is the reason why you're even applying to pt school you got it you got it and if this rubbed you the wrong way good because it means that it's time to learn how to be resourceful Right. And I feel like a lot of times we feel like, oh, I don't have the right resource. There's resources everywhere. Let's not play. Like, this is in history. There has never been a time where information is so accessible. It's insane. And so, if hearing this is like, oh, that's, you're being tough on, no, I'm teaching you how to be resourceful. And maybe you've never really learned that, but it's the right time to learn. And if you can learn how to be resourceful, then a lot of doors will open up for you and you'll have so much access to your potential, right? Whether as a student, even after you graduate. And the truth is most people in the world are not resourceful, which is why they feel like victims and they feel like their situation is impossible and they can't do anything about it. If you want that to be you, cool, but it doesn't have to be, right? And this is where it starts. So that's it. Brianna, appreciate you a ton. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, help us unlock the 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 mindset of a lot of the students that are listening to us and uh, please if you find if you found a lot of value in this y'all uh, share this out with other students that you feel would value this and if you have any questions email us preptgrind at preptgrind.com and if you're like y'all want some value right now i want some guidance some tools then we're gonna get you started for free okay so go to acceptanceguides.com we got you and that's it Brianna, anything else before wrapping up nope if you guys want to ask me high quality questions you Ooh. guys can find me at pta and then number two dpt on instagram so pta two dpt you can just search up my name brianna drap one n and with an i and two p's <laughs> two p's as in ball I, I didn't think it. my name would be that hard <laughs> but now they know now, now they, they know. know i'm there i'm around <laughs> that's it y'all have a great one see y'all on the next episode bye what is up guys you've been listening to the pre-pt grind podcast where we don't just help you get into pt school but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be and i have a quick question for you did you enjoy this episode and if you did i want to ask a huge favor See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.